Thank you for joining Getting a Job on the Outs, the podcast and a booklet created specifically for people with criminal history to help them find jobs and navigate background checks, corporate entity background checks, local background checks, and job search details in general when dealing with their past. Alright, so here we are, getting a job on the outs. This episode, we are working on the page in the booklet, page 18, on background checks. I am Nathan Beard. This is brought to you by Nathan Beard Job Development and RD7 Statistical Analysis, LLC, who handles our statistical analysis of how we serve clients and how our job employment outcomes fair each month and how many people we can serve remotely during COVID, which is working quite well. This podcast, we read sections out of Getting a Job on the Outs, which is available for order in bulk and single and triple and 10 packs on nbjobdevelopment.com. That's NB as in Nathan Beard. Today, we're reading page 18, Background Checks. Rather than hiding criminal background or avoiding discussing it, you should simply prepare to discuss it intelligently and prepare for employers to ask about it. Many businesses conduct official background checks. For each applicant, they offer a job. Two. And maybe I should have edited that two out of it. (laughs) Always find little errors after publishing that perhaps I could change. Anyhow, some background checks are more thorough than others. Some are unofficial internet searches conducted by employers themselves, and some are Department of Human Services background checks required by law. And those are different in each state. Though now that uh, we are printing, publishing, and selling, or publishing, printing, and selling new state-specific versions of getting a job on the outs for Minnesota, Washington, and California, along with the original Oregon edition, Um, Those state-specific background check policies for human services and related jobs, often with vulnerable populations like seniors, daycare, anything with kids or seniors involved, or people in their homes, caregiving positions. If you have certain charges, you can't get the jobs, or there's a certain number of years, you won't be able to pass the background check based on the DHS restrictions, which we provide you all that detailed information on our website, nbjobdevelopment.com, and in the new booklets, state-specific Gajodo, getting a job on the outs. Background check points of interest. Businesses that work with children under 18 and or adults aged 65 or older are required by law to have their applicants put through the DHS CRIMS background check. Now this is for Oregon, state-specific. A list of charges and details about CRIMS is available at this link. Then there's a long internet HTTPS link, which you can get on my website, nbjobdevelopment.com. And again, it has a charge list, and you know, contact me nbjobdevelopment at gmail.com, I'll send you the PDF document of the list because then it can save you some time if you find out, oh, I couldn't get a job there, or and or it can save the employer some time, which they will appreciate too because both of you are saving time and then maybe you can apply somewhere else. Or maybe you can pass the background check and you didn't realize that you could still get a job in certain medical facilities, certain caregiving facilities, and that your crimes don't uh, count you out straight up from the get-go that maybe you still have a chance if you know how to talk about it with the employer. 
Number two, corporate entities where applications are completed online only almost always have background checks conducted as part of the hiring process. The background check may occur before interviews are scheduled or after interviews are conducted. It just depends on the company. Either way, your background will be checked, so there is no reason to hide it. Other than, and, this, and not to downplay this, maybe you just don't want to talk about it. That's always an option. Just nowadays, if you're doing an official application, somebody can look you up on Google, you know, you're not going to hide it forever. Um, if you have a situation where you can, by all means. But in some ways, I feel like it promotes you being honest and dealing with that part of the past and perhaps will help you move forward and accept it and know that it doesn't define you. Don't let it define you. Don't hide it. Get it out there. Be honest about it when you need to and go for it. Number three, avoiding background checks by applying for jobs and in industries. I guess this is just what I was just talking about. Or with companies that are known to hire without performing background checks is a proven strategy. Often, businesses that do not conduct background checks are in the manufacturing, construction, and production industries. Four, hospitals offer a wide variety of job opportunities, and they have more leeway in how they conduct background checks and how they make hiring decisions based on background checks. Hospitals in Oregon are not bound to DHS CRIM's background check rules because, and I've talked with a couple local hospitals, Providence and Asante in Medford, Oregon, although they have regional locations other way, all over the state and in Southern Oregon, Grants Pass, Ashland, um, all over Portland, Providence has locations. These entities do not serve strictly vulnerable populations, so many of the jobs they can still decide even if you have an um, extensive criminal history that you could still be doing well and they might like you enough that they will take the whole person into consideration and still hire you. So keep that in mind. Hospitals have a lot of employment and they can lead to long-term stable future employment, especially or even during COVID, which is something to consider. Many jobs that involve handling money and credit cards require background checks that result, may result in rejection for people with identity theft or any type of theft charges on their criminal record. The length of time elapsed since a theft conviction may be taken into consideration by an employer. Finding a job with a corporation in a lower level position or different, lower level or different position than desired and putting in a few years is a great way to build rapport, gain confidence, and put some years between yourself and a criminal charge. Apply Number six, apply in person as often as possible with resume, cover letter, and references in hand. When you have a criminal history to deal with, the chance to meet a potential employer face-to-face -face is even more important. If, you're, if you make a strong, positive first impression, the employer may be willing to overlook or at least consider your background differently. So I can't stress that enough, and many of you on supervised probation that have done prison time, have struggled through addiction, and still are still in recovery, checking in at court, specialty courts, the background issue is not going anywhere, and, and many of you are still in the thick of it, so to speak. Um, but if you can meet people in person, dress the part, look the part, show what you've done in recent times. Hey, I just got my food handler's card. I just had hazmat training. I just did OSHA training. I just got my wildlands firefighter certification, graduated a recovery class, and I've been clean this long. I am ready to work. I have stable housing. I have transportation. I'm the person for the job. That sounded pretty good, didn't it? So something like that, a quick spiel, make it real, make it honest, pitch yourself, you don't have to say what charges you have, but there's no reason to hide it. 
sometimes there is, most of the time there's not. You just say, yeah, I have a past, but now I've done a lot of work and I continue to do so and I'm highly motivated to prove myself and get back in the workforce. And you're going to get a super employee that takes this opportunity seriously and doesn't let anything go. I'm not going to be late. I'm not going to talk. You're not going to have to tell me when to work when I get here. I'm the person for you. Something like that. So that's it. That's the quick section on background checks for today. And there's so much more about background checks, but that's the short, not really short, but condensed version that we can open up and talk about more. I'm happy to email back and forth with people, nbjobdevelopment at gmail.com or through the contact form at nbjobdevelopment.com. NB as in Nathan Beard. And if, you know, that's what getting a job in the outs, hashtag gajodo, is all about trying to help people with criminal history, addiction recovery problems, former or past incarceration, current supervised probation. We're here to help you navigate this job, employment, online application, COVID restricted world when you have criminal history or you have something in the past that you need some assistance. We'll stand by you and help you get through it, make your resume, find help you find places where we know how they do background checks. It's all there nbjobdevelopment.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll listen to a little bit of awesome sound by Ween in our outro here. Uh, Share this podcast. Call us, contact us through nbjobdevelopment.com. Make bulk orders and share them with your your cohort at your recovery place. Getting a job on the outs is a great resource booklet you can carry in your backpack anywhere. Take it to meetings, share it with people, and it makes it so we guide you and you can do it independently with just a little bit of help and steering through this confusing job search world and time when you are working on recovery and have a criminal history. We're here to help. Take care and have a nice day. I'm Nathan Beard signing off. Hashtag Gajodo.